is a Bramble Jam podcast. Hi, I'm Bran, and I love Christmas movies with color and modern effects. <laughs> I'm Alonzo, and uh, I, you know, color and modern effects are not a deal breaker for me. And this is <laughs> the Tech the Hallmark podcast. Yes, siree. Hello, everybody. Welcome to Deck the Hallmark. It's Monday. It is the 25 weeks of Christmas movies, and we're chugging right along, Alonzo, with week yes, 18. Week 18. What? Man. Insane. I know. We're going to be at Christmas in July before you know. I, I do feel like this year is flying by. I, I feel like maybe it's, you know, to the year 2000 and last year felt like they were moving at a snail's pace. 2020? 2020. 2020. Um, and 2021. Um, they were weird years, obviously, for yeah, obvious yeah. reasons. But they were slow while also feeling like no time and all the time had passed. It, we, I feel like things are starting to get back to normal. And I'm now it just feels like time is just flying by. Do you feel that way? A little bit. Yeah. I mean, the last couple of years were, were just truly bizarre. And, and I think, you know, there was a lot of sort of readjusting, having to go on and, and kind of coping with just, you know, uh, for me anyway, a, a lot of not leaving the house, you know, and, and so that kind of plays with your sense of, of time passing and whatnot. Like I would have to literally make myself go stand outside for five minutes just to make sure I got some vitamin D in my skin, you know? Um, but yeah, I think I think now we're sort of we're returning to old schedules. We are, you know, participating in in functions that we weren't doing, you know, for a while there. So that's that's kind of making things slip by. And I mean, look, you have you've brought yourself to a place where you have two new podcasts every week where you get to talk about Christmas for an hour. So, you know, you you have you're making the year what you want it to be. That's right. I'm really uh, I'm a trailblazer in that, and uh, I'm a Christmas trailblazer, and I love it. I, I mean, look, it's you know, the, the, there have been a lot of uh, Christmas podcasts in the space, but uh, you you're you're now carving out you know your piece of it, and that's what matters. Uh, people ask me, and I know they ask you this as well, Alonzo. Do I ever regret making Christmas my thing? And I can honestly say I do not regret it one bit. Yeah, no, I think that's not the sort of thing you you enter upon lightly. So, like, you you either you're either feeling it or you're not, and if you aren't, you 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 have other things to do with your time. But yeah, if you once you make this commitment, it's pretty clear. Yeah, you're 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 down to clown. Yeah, down down to clown one hundred percent, and uh, <laughs> down to clown I am for today's uh, movie, Alonzo. I okay. said uh, that I love uh, <laughs> color and modern effects, which is an interesting thing to say about today's movie because today we're finally doing it alonzo we're watching the 2000 smash hit the grinch oh god i knew this day would come i knew this was i signed on for this when was when the last time you watched started. the grinch when was the last time you watched the grinch in 2000 okay. i went to i went to a press screening and was <laughs> roundly appalled and i, I <laughs> Can't imagine that my opinion has changed that much, but I will. I will gird my loins and and you know clench my teeth and wade into this fiasco once again. Is this disliked by critics? 
Yes. <laughs> yes, it is. Uh, I mean, not all of them, obviously. We, we rarely speak as one, but I, I mean, I haven't pulled up the Rotten Tomatoes page, but I would, I'm going to guess, you know, I, I'm going to go below 30, let's say. Oh, I, I, my, ima- uh, I imagine that's a, say, a safe bet. My prediction. Yeah, this is not a movie that was critically made, but boy, it has become inescapable. Um, you know, the. Wowie, zowie. TV. Is this accurate? What? 49% on Rotten Tomatoes. Oh, okay. Well, there you go. More more divisive than I thought. Hey, can I say this? Can I say this? I bet. Did you review the movie? I did not. I was not reviewing at the time. I was I was editing in a magazine, but I wasn't writing movie reviews. Here's what's here's what's gonna happen, Alonso. Are you ready for this? You're about to go watch you're about, you're about to go watch this movie and you are going to review it with me. You're gonna yes. submit that review to Rotten Tomatoes and you're gonna take this sucker to fifty percent. You're going to take, you are single-handedly going to take this sucker to 50%. We're going to do it here. We're going to make history, Alonzo. That is not how math works. <laughs> it is. But what it, but, uh, okay, but it could. I'm not saying it's def, like definitely going to be a thing that takes it to 50%, but they'll probably round up. <laughs> yeah, again, you're assuming that I'm going to be giving a positive. I am 100% po- I am 100% confident. I don't know if you want to put your money on that one. Listen, I need you to do a few <laughs> things. I need you to just, again, try to embrace it like you did with the Polar your Express. Yes, yes. Um, just throw out your hatred of Jim Carrey, uh, even though I, I think he... Well, I don't think he's the new Jimmy Stewart. The way you, you cannot do, but. continue to hold that against me. I, <laughs> I stand by it. If you ever listen to your own show, you guys ever drop anything. Once you've said it, 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 it you it's an albatross around your neck forever. <laughs> he is he is our generation's Jimmy Stewart, and I stand by it. <laughs> uh, all right, we're gonna go watch The Grinch, which is on yeah, uh, different are. things. You can click the link in the description if you haven't watched it already. But I think it's on like Max and uh, other things or whatever. Um, and then we're gonna come back and Alonzo. Just pro- can you promise me this? How about this? What's up? Promise me this. What? If you do like it, you'll figure out a way to submit it to Rotten Tomatoes to see if it breaks it to 50%. <laughs> I promise. Yeah! <laughs> Woo! Well, it's going to be a great day, everybody. It's going to be a great day. Oh, Wait until you see what happens. happens. It's um, adorable. <laughs> all right. We're going to be right back with the Grinch here on Take the Homework. It's time to get Grinchy. Grinch, 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 Grinch. Hello, everybody. Welcome back uh, to Deck the Hallmark. Um, we're talking about the 2000 mega hits, the Ron Howard classic, The Grinch. Uh, very excited to talk about this one with you, Alonzo. As I know, this viewing was life transformational. I'm going to say it so that you don't have to. <laughs> Sadly, no, it, it, well, it held me right in place. <laughs> well, okay. Um, the, uh, the Grinch originally premiered in Dr. Seuss's how the Grinch stole Christmas. Thank you very much. Yeah. Thank you. Great. Um, <laughs> premiered in Los Angeles in November 8th, 2000. That might've been when you, what did you, uh, if not then, soon thereafter, I did um, go to an advanced press screening. And then uh, elsewhere, the rest of us, uh, you know, little people 
Got to see it on November 17th, 2000. And it went a little something like this. Uh, welcome to Whoville. Uh, it's a magical place that uh, I think takes place on a on a snowflake, which was yes. which was which is great news. Um, we meet the Grinch. You guys know him. You love him. He's green. He's mad. He's grumpy. We meet the Who's, who are all, like the opposite, but also like worse somehow. Um, the Grinch or the, the Grinch doesn't like the Who's. The Who's don't like the Grinch. The Grinch um, came via Stork. We find out. We get some backstory that everybody's <laughs> been clamoring for. Um, comes via Stork and is given to these nice two ladies, and they raise the Grinch, and he falls in love and uh, gets picked on. And so instead of just dealing with that head on or seeking some therapy or a myriad of other possibilities, he uh, climbs to the top of Mount Crumpus and uh, what did Crumpet that's right and um, like from what I gather we don't get this information but like digs into a mountain creates a nice home full of tech that I find fascinating Basically, he doesn't want anything to do with the Who's. He goes down there when he has to for groceries and whatnot and for just some good shenanigans. Um, Cindy Lou Who has a heart, and she's wondering, where are you, Christmas? Because I, I can't find you. That's her whole thing. She feels like the Who's have been so bombarded by commercialism that they have forgotten the beauty and their meaning, the reason for the season, if you will. Um, I, I th- what, what she's saying, I think, is that there's a war on Christmas. And so she is. Uh, she knows about the Grinch. The Grinch actually saves her from her impending doom at the post office. And so she's like, maybe this guy's not so bad. So when the opera opportunity to be uh nominate the nominations for the holiday cheermeister she says i nominate the grinch the grinch gets brought down things are turning around he's kind of having a fun day but then everything goes sideways and once again he's uh, back at the top of the mountain um trying to plan how to ruin christmas for the who's um so he comes up with a way he's gonna uh, uh, act like santa after santa comes he will then go and get everybody's presents and um it will ruin christmas he does this it's great he's loving life gets back up to the top of the mountain and what do you know it didn't stop christmas from coming they're doing a little sing song, a little, little singy singy. And he realizes that that's not what Christmas is about. Christmas is about people and all that good stuff. Uh, Cindy Lou comes up there, saves him, saves the sleigh. They all come down. Uh, the Grinch falls in love. Well, he was always in love, but the love is now real. And um, they all sit around the Christmas tree and they sing Lahoo Wahoo and they eat some food. And that, my friends, was Dr. Seuss, How the Grinch Stole Christmas. We did it. We did it, everybody! Finally! Uh, All is right with the world. Let's talk about it, Alonzo. You said you weren't so hot on this movie when you first saw it. In fact, I've heard you talk trash about this movie for far too long. So I knew that this was the moment to bring you around so that you could see it once again and realize the beauty, the joy, the wonder that is the Grinch 2000 edition. Are you on my side now? As bad, if not worse, than I remember. 
But first, let's talk about your experience. Where, did you see this in theaters when you were a wee bairn of eight years old? I did see it, um, in fact. My brother's birthday is November 14th, and we went and mm -hmm. saw it as a family, uh, I think, birthday weekend, because it came out on the 17th. So, yes, I did right. see this movie in the theaters, and I had a wonderful time. It was as magical <laughs> then as it is now. So this this officially falls in the category of, is it great or were you eight? Um, yeah, I... I I, I despise this film on so many levels. Um, it, the unchecked Jim Carrey of it all really wears thin. It's an ugly film to look at. Like it's the, the, the between the color schemes and the who makeup and the smokiness of Whoville. Um, it, Ron Howard is not exactly my go-to guy for big, broad comedy. I mean, he's got some good comedies under his belt, big fan of Splash, but like, he is not a filmmaker that has a, a vision, you know? You can kind of plug him into anything. They literally plugged him into Solo when, when they fired the original directors. But like, you look at something like The Nightmare Before Christmas, which Tim Burton didn't actually direct, but he oversaw the production, he supervised it, and, whether you like that movie or not, like it is his vision. It is his aesthetic. It is his version of this. Ron Howard has no seeming grasp on this material. And it just seems to be running roughshod in a million different directions. You have this beautiful, simple story that has been blown out of proportion with backstory and flashbacks and extra characters and stuff. I, I hate that song, uh, the Where Are You Christmas song. It's terrible. So, yeah, I loathe Even the Faith movie. Hill version? Even the Faith you Hill You monster. Version. I mean, the kids version is terrible, but the Faith Hill version, also not good. And not because of Faith. It's because it's a crappy song. So um, I think a little less of you for making me watch it again. <laughs> <laughs> well, okay. Well, first of all, how dare you? Um, <laughs> second of all, you're a monster. And third of all, I think less of you for not liking it because this movie is a delight. I, you can, we can agree that jingle all the way and some other movies that I brought up aren't necessarily <laughs> the best, the, but I, I will go to the grave. That's exactly right. I, I, um, uh, don't believe that it was only because I, I was eight. I believe it's okay. because this is a delightful movie that I love. Um, and I think it's wonderful and I don't care what you say. I'm always fascinated. And this goes back to the, um, the original animated special, but uh -huh. the, the, um, like the, I, I'm going to say tech, but it's not really tech, but like the, the inventions that the who's have, have always uh -huh. captivated my imagination. And I thought it was really fun to see them in as, you know, prop form. Like I thought it was a really fun looking thing. Yes. It's a little, a little foggy, but you know what that is? That's the, um, that's the fog of commercialism at its finest. <laughs> it's a vibe Alonzo that you don't get. Um, I love it. I love where are you Christmas? Not the, the, the child singing. Cause I don't really like children singing in general. Um, unless it's my own and then it's adorable. Uh, but, uh, I, I love the song. Uh, you already know how I feel about Jim Carrey. So we yes, will. I know. Our Jimmy Stewart. Yes, I, we, I we will go to the grave agreeing to disagree <laughs> on the I'll magic you, of the Grinch. 
To be fair, it is possible that if I could hear Where Are You Christmas and not be reminded of this movie, I might like it as a song. But because the two things are inextricably linked in my head, I will always despise that song because the second I hear it, I think, oh, it's a song from that rotten Grinch movie. What's it? You, what's it like to to be Dan? Like in this case, you're just you. You hate life. You hate joy. You hate Christmas. You hate Christmas. Admit that you hate Christmas. You know better than anybody that, that is not so. Uh, look, and that's why it stings all the more, Alonzo. There are there are occasional Jim Carrey one-liners that are funny, but like this falls into, and it's weird. That th- this is a weird position for me to take because I don't have children. I don't generally care about this stuff. But there was this moment at the turn of the millennium where you know it's always been a thing in kids' movies where there are adult there are jokes that adults will get and kids will. You know, old Looney Tunes cartoons have a whole layer of like sort of, you know, references or, or kind of, you know, uh, sophisticated wordplay, whatever that play to adult audiences, the sale right over kids heads. And that's fine. And that's great. And, and, and that's, you know, you, there's a way to do that. But with like this movie and Shrek, it got to where like, these movies are kind of smutty, you know, like this is a kid's movie where there's a whole big moment about Jim Carrey landing in Christine Baranski's cleavage. Yeah. Um, there's just a lot of, a lot of the innuendo meter kind of like gets buried in the red for me. And I'm like, who thought this was a good idea? And why am I objecting to it when parents don't seem to bother be bothered by it? Um, so you're that, such a shrewd. Kind of, you're such a shrewd. I, know, I am such a prude. It's just it, it just it, I think it's lazy, frankly, writing um, the, the, the idea that this overstuffed behemoth of a Hollywood movie dares to take an anti-materialist, anti-commercial <laughs> stance is like, well, that's bold. It doesn't work, and it, it's a completely contradictory to everything that this movie is doing. But sure, why not? Let's go with that. Um, uh, you know, there is a way to take these sort of simple little stories and expand them out into a movie. I think, like, the, the two versions of Jumanji do this. I think um, other takes on this particular story have done it. But this movie and The Polar Express both feel like, oh, we have this lovely like compact scenario and, and, and set of characters. Let's just, how do we, how do we stretch out the silly putty where you can't even see the face from the comic strip anymore? That that's, I, I just don't think these movies work. And this one I find just shrill and obnoxious. I don't use obnoxious often as a title, as, a, as an adjective for movies, but this is an obnoxious film. Did you chuckle at all at Jim Carrey? Uh, there were there were some moments that, I, that he made me laugh, but uh, overall, it's just it's like so much, and it feels like it feels like they let him go wild, and they thought, well, we'll pick the best stuff in the editing room, and they just left it all in. When he when he's doing the echo bit, and then he says, "You're an idiot," and then and then it comes back. That's great. That's just that's just uh, great a comedy right there. I don't care who you yeah, are. They, Again, there there are. I mean, look, we, we, if you're going to barrage me with a million bits and one-liners over the course of a film, some of them had better make me laugh, and some of them do. But overall, I just think it's it's a little excessive. Do you think less of me for watching it every holiday season? <laughs> it is of a piece with everything you are. Thank you. I don't know how to take that actually. <laughs> and I leave it at that. I said thank you, and now I'm not so sure. <laughs> 
Um, let's talk about feels and Christmas feels. Where does it land mm. on your Christmasometer, uh, Alonzo? I mean, again, uh, as I said, with, with where Fred Claus is like all the Christmas money can buy. I mean, they are they are giving it to you by the shovelful in, in a visual sense. Um, feels actual feels zero. Like I, I know this movie is trying to. I mean, because like the, when Doctor Seuss created the Grinch, he he clearly had Scrooge in mind as a sort of literary forebear of this like you know miserable, awful character who hates Christmas. But and I think if you wanted to pursue that angle as a way to flesh out this story and tell us, well, how did he get here and why does he hate Christmas so much? That's you. That's a thing you could do. But I don't think the movie does it very well, and I don't think it 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 it, it does it in a way that has nearly the 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 sort of emotional impact of what Dickens is doing. So, you know, for me, it's like a five. Are you team Baby Grinch or Baby Yoda? Oh, Baby Yoda. Baby Yoda and a harpy. Come on. This movie had a $123 million budget, Alonzo. Yeah. And, uh, you know, and, and it, it obviously has more than made it back. It has become a perennial. It has, there There are, you know, I, look, There's a, there are whole generations that are growing up with this movie and, and thinking of it as, as one of the greats. And um, that's just the tide of history. And I can do nothing about it except speak my truth. Except send me, which we'll get to, send me DVDs and try to right the wrong. Um, yeah, I don't know. I love. I, I get Christmassy, obviously, feeling this. I give it an eight. An eight for Bran. I love it. Okay. Um, what do you, you want to recommend for people that, um, you know, obviously there's other Grinches out there, but maybe something that is not Grinch. Well, I mean, the other, the more, the most recent Grinch feature from Illumination, um, Illumination. which I went into... I went into with a great deal of trepidation because I hated this version so much. And I was rather charmed than delighted by that one. I think they get the Seuss right in terms of the humor and the, the visuals. Um, I think they, they managed to like make a full meal out of it without like undercutting, you know, what's great about the original. I think it's, it's great. It, it was, it was a, a delight to me. And I think that's the film that if you're going to, if you're going to go back to a Grinch every year, that isn't the, you know, Chuck Jones TV version with, with, you know, the voices of Boris Karloff and, and Thurl Ravenscroft, uh, then yeah, you should check out the, the illumination Grinch. Um, and then, you know, I would recommend if we're talking about like Ron Howard at his best, um, a film that uh, people did not really see much, at least not in this country, because it's about Formula One racing and we don't really care about Formula One racing here, but a film called Rush um, with, I want to say, Chris Hemsworth. Uh -huh. um, it's really good. And like, I'm not a car racing fan at all, but I was super into it. And uh, I think it's a, it's a, it's a good character study and the, the racing sequences are really exciting. And it's, it, I think it's his, among his best work as a filmmaker. Like with the Grinch, like up there with the Grinch. Yeah, except not. So I also love the the newest uh, Grinch. Um, I mm -hmm. like, I know I might get yelled at as a Christmas lover, but I would probably have that one first, this one second, and then the original last. Okay. There's hope for you yet. Yeah. Wait, uh, wait, 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 wait. You like this movie better yes. than the half hour TV cartoon? Yes. Oh, Brandon, what? you are broken. I had no idea you were this broken. 
I am what I am. I am what I am. And I just wish that you would uh, just embrace me and support me. I, and I, love I, me. I'm here week after week. That's true. I? I would um, also encourage everybody to watch any Hallmark Christmas movie where the guy hates Christmas at the beginning and then loves it at the end. <laughs> I.e. any Hallmark Christmas yes. movie. <laughs> um, that's your uh, uh, assignment for uh, uh, next week. Um, all right. We did it. Alonzo, I'm going to take off my headphones. You're going to tell everybody what we're watching. Um, no, you're going to open the box. You want to do it now? Yes, that's how we're going to do this. This is how Brand finds out what next week's movie is going to be. Oh I'm very gosh. excited. I have the box um, that was mailed to me. Let me see. So, folks, sure. know this film is streaming. If you get Canopy, K-A-N-O-P-Y, it's a free service that comes with a lot of uh, library, a lot of library systems. If you have a library card, it also gives you free access to Canopy. Not all library systems, right. unfortunately. Greenville but- is uh, is Hoopla Town. Apparently, yes. uh, luckily, it, I, get, I get both hoopla and. Canopy. Oh, really? Anyway, I don't know. If you're a, if you're a canopy subscriber, you can watch this movie at home for free. I'm doing great so far. Hold this, <laughs> okay, hold, hold on. Here we go. Here we go. Okay, okay, guys, come, let's go. Barely All securely right. taped. So you did a great job. This is a <laughs> Sheila status uh, tape. She always <laughs> does. Good. All right, next week we are watching. A movie called The Store with the most yes. boring cover of all time. <laughs> it is people's shoes. It's a documentary. What's a happening documentary here? About Christmas. And I'll explain more next time about what this movie is and how best to watch it. Not just in terms of where, but what to keep in mind about this filmmaker. But I'm very excited about it. It's the one documentary that I put in Have Yourself a Movie Little Christmas. And I think you're going to get a kick out of it. 1983. Uh, is yep. what it says here as 120 minutes. I can, I can handle that. And the, uh, Christian science monitor apparently loved it, which is my go-to source for movie reviews. <laughs> uh, so I think we're going to, I say more and this, this looks like not a real version of this. It, fe- it looks like a bootleg <laughs> copy that you get no, off the internet it from the filmmaker himself. He is his own distributor. Fantastic. I love that about him. All right. Well, we'll do the store next week, a documentary about Christmas store. I'm assuming. Um, and until then, may we be the first to wish you a Merry Christmas. Christmas. Deck the Hallmarks of Bramble Jam podcast. It's presented by Philo TV. It's produced by Brandon Gray and recorded live in, yeah, that Greenville, South Carolina. Set decor is by Plum at Haywood Mall. For more information on Deck the Hallmark, you can go to deckthehallmark.com. For more information on Bramble Jam podcast network, you can go to bramblejampodcast.com. You're about to hear some ads that help keep the lights on here at the studio. Feel free to listen. Feel free to turn it off, whatever you want to. But either way, thanks so much for your support.